First of all, the Techno Beat podcast and Dooftube would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of this land, as we are honoured to have the opportunity to record this episode from Bunwarong country for you today. We acknowledge the traditional countries of the Jarjawarong and the Wadawarong peoples. We pay respect to their ancestors, elders past and present, along with today's descendants that carry on the living culture and ensure its survival for future generations. Now is the time for us to stop paying lip service to, um, you know, we are all one. And, you know, saying that we're a tribe and a community, now the time to actually show us because it's, it's together that we'll get through this. Use your time to be constructive and creative and kind of, you know, put the negative bit of time and energy to, you know, maybe give one to that project that you, you know, you might not have been able to. Everyone can help everyone by just, you know, um, just opening opening your eyes and ears um, and really listening. This could be a great time of listening. I all, each DJ smashed it and like the crowd, like the energy throughout the room was just awesome, man. Like there's so so much fun and just positivity all around and like it's just, it's just what it's all about, you know? Buongiorno, beautiful beings, and welcome to a very special episode of the TB Podcast. Um, not doing the traditional featuring an artist show and tell, this is your life style. Uh, today we've got a few different guests. Um, we've had a few various uh, local event organizers, uh, business owners, promoters, um, and just people in the scene uh, contact us, or I've contacted them, or even had a very special one here today pop into the studio. Um, so we'll get to some more of our guests later on, but first cab off the rank from Bloom Sparkling, Mr. Jarrah Volpa. Is that, is that pronounced correctly? That That isn't pronounced correctly. Okay. Um, Trent, you've taken me back to high school. Oh, okay. Um, sorry. That's okay. It's uh, Jarrah Volpe. Oh, Volpe. That's okay. Okay. That's fine. All right. So tell us a little bit, first of all, I guess, um, about Bloom Sparkling and what your role is there and, and the other things you like to do in life. You've... Um, You've graced us with your presence in the studio tonight. <laughs> yeah, I've risked it. I've risked it to come here. I've risked the biscuit. Yeah. We've um, just taken you on a bit of a journey, haven't we? Yeah, oh man, it was extremely amazing. I feel like I've jumped into the um, the depths of your psyche, your creative process, and um, yeah, I contacted you to, to see how you do things. And it's to be honest, the past two hours have been amazing to see what you've done, what you're doing, and and what's coming next. Um, Jarrah suffered through some of my um, my musical attempts. Yeah, I we, suppose. we did hold hands. But yeah, um, I guess, I guess when, just speaking about Bloom Sparkling, which is a, I guess the best way I can explain it, it's an organic soda business that um, my friends and I um, get out there uh, to the big wild world or at mm. least wild world in Victoria. Uh, and yeah, we, we fuse um, basically botanicals with super berries, uh, but from their natural form. So we don't uh, tamper with anything. We don't put any preservatives. Uh, we don't use any concentrates. Mm -hmm. We're keeping it real, Trent. Cool. Real as it gets. And uh, we basically bottle that uh, for the benefit uh, of the public so they know that when they're drinking something, it's uh, completely authentic. Yep. Um, and also for us because we're getting to create something uh, ourselves and trying to put an impression uh, out there that isn't tampered with because um, we find that even a lot of organic things, they do get quite um, – they're not, they're not as pure as maybe they seem to be. Yeah, so, sure. <laughs> so obviously I'm, I'm sure maybe people can notice from this podcast uh, I talk about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the brewer. I, uh, I sell yep. it to the people. Okay, um, well, let's do more than just talk about it. So one tick. Oh, here we go. Well, for those who downloaded our most recent episode with Miss Jade – 
we, you'd hear that we always like to um, do it. Well, actually, anyone who's listened to the podcast knows that anytime we have a little break or get started, we always mm. do a cheers, usually with some kind of beer that doesn't promote the show. But um, we did get a few blooms for our last episode with Miss Jade, uh, which can be heard on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. So you've brought a couple in for us to try now, though. So I've got a lemon myrtle, which is out of brie and ginger. Is that yours the same? No, no. My, my, mine's the honeybush inkerberry and apricot. Twist top as well. Twist Very top, easy. So you don't need to look for keys or a lighter. Correct. So cheers Ooh. on that one. Cheers. Oh, there's even a little bit of mist that comes out of the top. Is that, is that the magic? That's the love, Trent. So do you want to tell us a little bit about the, the one that you've got, I guess, first of all, and what goes into making this? Well, ba- well basically, um, the one that I've got in my hand um, is honeybush, inkerberry, and apricot. So we use a experimental uh, brewery out in Derrimut, and um, it's literally like you making yourself a tea at home. Yep. We have massive nets. We put all the ingredients within those nets, and then we just boil it. So we just hit the mm-hmm. kettle on, uh, set their fucking massive kettles the size of a room, <laughs> and yeah, we, we wait about uh, a day for it to brew through and, and really um, just draw those in, you know the, those flavors out. And that's the reason why we're able to use no concentrates or any sort of additives that take away from the purity of it, because naturally in tea, the longer you leave it. The better it gets. Yeah, sure. So, um, so yeah. So the reason why we've put uh, the super berries in there as well is just to add a little bit of um, not just flavour, but the antioxidants in there as well. Um, and 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 that's how we do it. So after that, we 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 cool it, we force carbonate it, mm-hmm. uh, and then we yeah just pump it out, bottle it, and and yeah get it out there. Awesome. Well, it's delicious. Elderberry and ginger. Ginger good for people who talk all day and talk too much nonsense. So that's the perfect one for me and me. <laughs> So I appreciate you bringing some of these in. Um, I guess quickly on to everything that's going on in the world at the moment. Is it affecting you guys much um, from a, I guess, manufacturing level and, I guess, distribution? Mm. Or? Oh, mate, m- massively. I-, I think I can speak for the for, for hopefully a lot of people. It's sort of like your, your projects, which this definitely is. It isn't thriving to the point of mm-hmm. mass production. Like we do have it in, you know, 40-plus stores, but um, – it just really, I think, put a pause on us for what really matters. Uh, and what matters, I think, was first and foremost our health, safety, and just income. And um, mm-hmm. for us, uh, you know, a lot of our um, customers, they're, they're small business. Yeah, um, sure. And really, it's a leisurely thing for them to support people like us. And, um, yep. and even though our drinks sell, uh, this is a time where people maybe aren't looking to buy that thing that they're not so sure of. Yeah, exactly. So we've actually... Um, We've actually just halted really ourselves uh, in the tracks, and mm-hmm. we're just um, we're just tending to those that we have, yep. um, and we're trying to, to be honest, diversify what we're about, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the reason why I'm in here. Cool. So, uh, do you want to quickly just mention a few places that people can get them? So, IGAs, and local supermarkets, a lot of Northside. Yeah. So we are. Yeah, we're we're Northside born and bred. So that's where you can find us first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Um, so. We're, we're Northcote IGA, uh, we're also uh, Brunswick Road IGA, Etaro uh, IGA, uh, Culter North IGA, Lu- Lucy Lockett. Um, mm-hmm. I could ramble on a lot here. Yep. Uh, the what, easiest. What, what are some of the smaller businesses? 
Well, they, uh, like uh, IGA is the amazing thing about them, yep. which we didn't know that they are small business. They're independently owned. But um, mm-hmm. like Lucy Lockett's a fantastic cafe that we stock and thrive with. Um, we have Rhubarb Rhubarb, which is another fantastic organic store. Mm-hmm. Uh, Babbage. Um, also Pachamama, uh, which is a fantastic... Right near the Kiss FM studios. Yeah, yeah, you know it. Yep. So uh, the the fantastic folk down there, yeah, they've been supporting us for the past year and that's a... I don't know, I, I wouldn't even call that just a, a whole food store. Mm-hmm. It's an everything place. It's a... Um, yeah. You call it an institution <laughs> they're trying to put there. Yep. Um, and, and then furthermore, we, we, we obviously have our website, um, uh, bloomsparkling.com.au. Just catch it. Very little... cool website. I was checking it out earlier, actually. It's uh, very clean. shows all the brand. Oh, sorry, all the flavours. It does. Um, and a lot of bit about what you guys are about. Mm. Um, so check that one out, bloomsparkling.com.au. Yeah, that's yep. us. You got it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, if you go on there, you, you can actually squeeze out uh, all the spaces and, and where it sits closest to you. Because we also are south. We, we don't mind the yep. south. I'm here in the south. I like it here. It's <laughs> yep. got the beach. It's it's you know it's cute. Yep, very nice. Um, so uh, you're mentioning. Uh, oh, sorry about. I guess how, how you got started. So do you want to mention your business partner and what even the idea was in the first place? Yeah, of course. My business partner, best mate, housemate. We're still yet to go all the way, which yep. I'm pretty upset about. <laughs> Um, but yeah, basically I, you know, I came back from, uh, overseas and, uh, just as you do with your mates, uh, you speak about ideas and, um, my mate Stefan, um, was speaking about his venture, uh, with, uh, kombucha and, um, Stefan's mm-hmm. further background is that he was suffering from autoimmune disease. So he wanted to get into the business of creating something that was good for the consumer, awesome. but also good for business. Yep. Um, and he just found that, you know, tea was the cleanest thing that he could make. Cool. So he gave me a, a sip of a licorice uh, mint in ginger <laughs> tea. It yep. was disgusting, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it was it was an idea. And um, I'm, I'm a fun guy and I, I worked in sales a lot and also at a number of cafes uh, pushing love out there. And um yeah, I thought, why not? Let's just give it a give it a crack and see what the public thinks. So we did a quick little tasting and, you know, as things do, it picked up some momentum with some people giving us the nod of approval. And then we went on the, I think, past two-year journey of refining our beliefs with the market's needs. Sure. And that's a whole journey in itself. Yep. So it used to be at, uh, was it on Malvern Road, the cafe, or was it the next one down? No. Turak Road. Turak Road, that's yeah. the one. Yep. Yeah. Um, do we, you want to mention the name of that one? Or? Yeah, we, yep. we can mention the name. It was Drugstore Espresso. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a time. It was yeah. a time to be alive there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Very good. Uh, and so I think we first met around Let Them Eat Cake a few years ago. I definitely remember partying with you down the front when, mm. was it Oliver Hunterman maybe at Brown Alley? Mm. I think, or, I th- or, or, or was it in a doof maybe? Not, not even strawberry. Oops. No, it was, it was a doof. Um, yep. I'll, I'll wind you in. I think that's where our relationship blossomed and bloomed. It okay. still does. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, uh, I, I was on a podium absolutely charging and I, <laughs> I think a football came flying at me and I marked it in midair and you were there with your, um, I forget, you had like a, a, a jersey or, on, yep. on and you were just like full fang. It would have been the last day of a door I'm rocking a jersey, it's the last day. Man, it yep. was the last day. Like I like I think everyone was cashing their chips in. I just remember, <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember like side trends blasting, my jaw breaking and you looking at me fucking just shaking your head going, let's fucking do this. And, um, <laughs> 
And yeah, man, it was it, it was then that it, you know we, we both knew that we loved the sound of of bass, and um, I mm-hmm. think we've all always shared like that acknowledging smile that you get yep. uh, on most of dance floors of like, hey, man, like I hope you're having a good time, and there's love here. We usually are. Um, so I guess part of the good times that we have are doing things like podcasts, mm. and you mentioned that uh, expanding, I guess, the business and wanting to spread some of the ideologies that Bloom Sparkling has. Um, and that's part of the reason you're here is because you are going to start a podcast. 100%. Um, so what's the idea about what you're going to be talking about there? So, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's definitely in the born stages. But, um, you know, Bloom, it is a sparkling tea. But really what it is, it's our attempt to create something that's good for the, you know, the the people mm-hmm. um, and also good for us. And I, I, I just found that um, podcasts are a great opportunity for um, people to listen, to connect, uh, and to basically just gather um, an understanding uh, of what we all connect with or how we all live our lives mm-hmm. um, and just amplified. Like I think I have so many great conversations daily, whether it's with customers, whether it's you mm-hmm. uh, right now or before. And yep. I feel like you know there's a Gandhi Buddha, there's a student, and there's everyone in all of us. And um when you amplify those conversations, uh, it really creates this sensational wave of connection, reflection, yeah. and yeah. journey. So, you know, the idea is that we'd create a podcast based around those that um, are around us and and those that aren't, and just amplify basically their blueprint for life, um, yeah. or we call it a blueprint, um, <laughs> and how they are gravitating towards the outside world whilst looking within. And definitely that, that that those two lanes that I think more and more we're waking up, especially in this pandemic where people are looking in, they're both sides of ourselves that we need to meet um, and we can all meet them in each other. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, awesome. So we will link to the, your first episode when it goes live. But if people follow you on Instagram and Facebook, obviously you'll post up there. It'll mm-hmm. be going on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud at least, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Bloom Sparkling on Insta. That's it. And Bloom Sparkling on Facebook and bloomsparkling.com.au. So, um, yes, keep an eye out for that one. But we'll also link to it through our DoofTube and TB podcast pages. Um, For those who keep an eye on DoofTube, we actually also just had an interview up with Jacob from Pentagon Day Party last year. We have a couple more with Mandragora and Fakes to come out soon. Um, You can also support more of our DoofTube creative content on Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com slash DoofTube, there are different um, levels there that you can support us and we give you some more behind the scenes um, and early releases for those that do that. So Mm -hmm. um, again, more just the creative ways of, of helping each other, I suppose. And that, and that's it. Like that's that's the best I think currency that people are living in right now. It's like money's really, you know, it, it's it's quite sparse for a lot of people, <laughs> and 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 just this currency. I think that you know a lot of communities naturally live in, but now the white sorry our community does, but the wider community is having to learn to do this. And yep. you know, like I come here, I bring a, a box of blooms, and you've <laughs> you've blessed me with um you know the the Trent experience. I'm sure everyone has seen the different sides there, but yeah, yeah, I, I really love that. And I really love what you do, man. Like um, the time you've given me, whether it's on the phone or just here right now, yep. or on a fucking dance floor. It's, um, it's <laughs> well, all... they're the best ones, really. mate. They are. Well, let's not let, let's not play around here. But it's good to shade in the other colours of your Trent, man. Cool. It's awesome. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming in. Um, without putting words, I guess, in his mouth, your brother Paris <laughs> is very influential in a lot of our events around here. Um, I guess. Do you want to quickly mention a little bit about what he does um, and I guess the impact it's had on on him and his some of his events? I've, I'm not sure how across it you are and, again, I don't want you to speak for him, but mm. he does provide a lot of fun. 
man, he's 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 a superstar in all realms of of, of being. Really, he's a fantastic brother, um, an absolute uh, role model to me, even as um as his older brother. And uh, yeah, he's he's really um got, got his hands all on deck in events, in stage managing, and artist liaison. Uh, he's invite he, he's involved in every event you could kind of think of, mm-hmm. um, and in the best way. Um, yeah. and I think you know. I can only speak from being at his house eating pasta for the past week. Um, and I'm going there after this, to be honest with you. So he's uh, the one who bought it all. Yeah, of course. Uh, but 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 literally, um, you know, it's pause. Mm. It's absolute pause on uh, on everything that was coming up for him. And I've seen a lot of uh, his business partners and friends, and it's it's kind of like a hands up moment. Like, what do you do? Yeah. Um, so he's, I think, even like myself with Bloom, uh, just just I think mulling over what this means and and how best to respond professionally, Mm -hmm. um, uh, personally, uh, and also mentally. Um, He's just, I think, you know, and, you know, maybe this can be a little shout out for him to get on here because he can delve into (laughs) what it means for for that wider community. I don't want to speak on that, but um, I think he's just letting it sink at the moment um, for, for what, Everyone can do again, like this is for each other in this moment. Yep. Once he can understand what he needs to do for himself. Yeah. Well, I was actually listening to a good podcast with Aubrey Marcus a few weeks ago, and he was talking about, like you mentioned, about currency and things like that, mm-hmm. about how there's people that offer things to life that aren't necessarily um, something you can put a monetary value on. So, example, for example, he talked about a female friend he had in his life who wasn't wasn't dating her or anything like that, but he knew that when she was in his life. He, he was more motivated and had this spark and it was just that that friendship and those values that, you know, that your family offers, but mm-hmm. they're not a lawyer or an accountant or someone that's bringing in money for you, but they're still bringing in something to the community and to your life. So, for example, he talked about a friend who was like that rock to him. So then when his friend needed some money to help buy a car or, um, or you know, for a house mm-hmm. deposit, because Aubrey himself had found out a way in life to you know, monetize himself well through his podcast and because he did have more wealth than his friends, but they returned equal wealth to him in other ways, then it's like it's a it's a natural thing for him to help support them. Does that make sense? Mate, bang on. Mm. I, like, like when you were talking, I was really getting flooded by these thoughts and it's a social currency. Exactly. And I feel like everyone's yeah. living into that um, right now, how we can best serve each other socially whilst not being... Uh, as close as we are right now, yeah. Um, but um, but even on that, like the currency goes uh, as minute as as just sharing a smile. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was I was I was you know driving the other day and I looked to the side of me and there was an elderly man in his car and yeah. I think that's what's flooding people at the moment. Normally he would look his way and I'd yeah. probably try and give him a smile and um, he yeah. looked at me and there there was that social currency. There was that yeah. that nod like, hey man, we're here and yeah. we're here together and. Um, yeah, I really love what you're tapping into there mm. because right now we're living in social currency. Like yeah, this, sharing exactly. a beautiful conversation. Sharing knowledge. 100%. Yep. Trying to help inspire people as well, I suppose. And um, like it's, it can be done in subtle ways and, and even just making someone's day brighter. Like it's the 1% isn't life. Hold the door open for someone. Doesn't even matter if they're older or if they're hot or whatever. Just <laughs> like, you know, and it's, right. easy, it's, it's easy to do things when you're trying to attract yourself to someone. But if you just do that to everyone in life, then it's going to be, it, it, everyone in life is just going to be more attracted to each other and spreading that happiness, I suppose. Mate, mate. And, and the crazy thing is, and I remember when I was working at this orphanage um, over in Thailand and it was this old, like, really tough face Aussie, like, fair dick and like, just, and he goes, mate, you know what they don't realise? 
I'm not here for them. Mm. I get the kick out of this. Yeah, true. And it's the yep. same when you open that door, when you give that smile, when you give that little bit of an extra ice cream scoop when you're not meant to. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, that little bit more uh, always actually nourishes you with the um, that, uh, what's it called, that wealth, that yep. wealth of giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and I think uh, yeah, even like the, the giving, like there's, there's the givers in the world and there's the takers, but then sometimes when you can't, Give, it's like, what am I offering the world? And then that's when you still find ways to, I guess, let your personality shine, hopefully. Oh, mate, well, well, now we're doing a 360 because now, <laughs> no, now when you can't, well, one, well, you know, three, because when you can't give anything, it's yep. that social currency that you can. Yep. It's that smile. It's that ear. It's that space for a friend. Yep. It's, it's so it's much. It's even where even, I mean, I'm not a massive fan of this whole social media world, but even little things like if someone is posting something on social media, even just like putting a smile or like a well done, like, you know, it's not a lot of effort, but it also can just help add that extra confidence to someone in their life, especially if they're reaching out through those mediums for positive reassurance or if they're being creative and mm. posting a song or posting some art or something like that, even just that, that little bit of confidence to then put them into the next project and, and help share their experience, I suppose. Ah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't agree with that more, man. All right, well, we've now gone for nearly 20 minutes. <laughs> we've hit it already. <laughs> so um, I guess just quickly to wrap it up, how can anyone help yourself or Bloom Sparkling or even others in the world more than what we've just mentioned? I well, oh, fantastic. Well, yeah, so I, I think everyone can help everyone by just, you know, um, just opening opening your eyes and ears um, and really listening. And this is going to be a great time of listening. Um, yep. and Hopefully to the TV podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to <laughs> also Bloom's 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 my uh, Facebook, actually, you can mm-hmm. get personal with me, uh, yep. Jara Volpe, J-A-R-R-A-H-V-O-L-P-E. Uh, you can get uh, in and around and get your very own case of Bloom Sparkling iced tea delivered direct to you. Yes. Uh, otherwise, you can just jump on our website, see where where it is, and I'd probably prefer you to do this as well. Do you deliver it yourself, though? Are they getting your smile? Mate, they are getting my smile. <laughs> oh. They're not getting my handshake, obviously, with the with the COVID. The modern milkman, maybe? That, well, yeah, the tea <laughs> man. Yep. T-Man can. So, yep. um, Sorry, I cut you off there. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm, see, this, we could go for more than 20 minutes here, Trent. Well, we can go as long as you want. No, no. <laughs> I see, okay, we're getting sexual again. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can go on our website and just check out where we stock. And if it's near you, get into that space, buy a tea, because obviously they make some money off it as well. And we're speaking about this podcast about you know helping everyone here. And when you buy something from a stockist of ours, you're helping myself, them, uh, and obviously you, because it is delicious and great for you. Sure. Well, give us another cheers. Cheers, man. I've nearly sculled my whole one. I think that's because I was letting you do all the talking. Um, so no fakes, low sugar, super ingredients, teas that avoid anything artificial, only made with real ingredients that we can recognize. We've got the hibiscus, which is the goji berry and rose hip, which we had some of that with Miss Jade. Um, I've been smashing down the lemon and myrtle now. The honey bush, which is the inca berry and apricot. That's the one that you've got, you said, no, I think, was mean. it? That's you. And was there one more? No, and... Yeah, that's, that's, they're the ones, aren't they? That's us. Yep. Uh, so you will see on the Bloom Sparkling, they're keeping things real, sparkling iced teas that harness and nature, oh, sorry, that harness nature's goodness and promote a better you. So as you said it, do it not just for the boys, but do it for yourself. All brewed in Melbourne, based out of Brunswick. Big fans of the pod, big, big fans fan. of you. Listen out for the Bloom Sparkling podcast coming soon. Thanks, babe. 
Thanks a lot, Jarrah. Thanks for appreciate you coming in and, and giving us your wisdom. Uh, thank you, man. It's, it's, it's a pleasure to be around those that give like yourself, man. Awesome. All right. No worries. Thanks, mate. Big thanks to Jarrah there from Bloom Sparkling to pop into the studio and give his insight and thoughts on the world. Looking forward to the Bloomcast coming soon. Otherwise, you can support our show here, the TV podcast, and DoofTube, the world's funnest website, uh, DoofTube.com. We just had our latest interview go up with Jacob, which is from the Pentagon Day Party. Uh, we filmed that last year. We've got a few more still to come out from that event. Some of my most inspirational artists, so keep an eye out for them. They are just getting polished up, so the production is all perfect. Uh, we've also got an interview with Freedom Fighters from when he was back out here in February. That'll be out in the coming weeks, so watch out for that one. He's just got a new album released also. You can support DoofTube on Patreon. There's different levels of support that you can provide there. Patreon is a great hub for any creatives uh, that put out their content for free uh, for people to support and even get some more behind the scenes or early access to the content. Uh, we've also got a bit of a plan on there for what we get as we get more Patreon members and how we're going to progress the show um, through things like better video quality, um, filming more, even just producing and bringing out more shows. So we want to keep giving the people what they want and giving you what you need here in the Doof world. So if you can get to patreon.com slash DoofTube and support us there as well as check us out on YouTube, Facebook at DoofTube, Instagram Live, IGTV, Facebook Live. You can find us everywhere. Appreciate it. Let's get on to our next guest. Ah, buongiorno. So now on the line we have uh, someone who's uh, very influential and been in the Doof and Melbourne music scene for quite a long time. Uh, from uh, the, one of the masterminds behind halfwild.com.au. Uh, we'll explain more about that soon. If you haven't checked it out, you can even get it up and have a listen whilst we're talking. But we have Kitty Forrest on the line. Kitty, welcome to the TB Podcast. Thank you, Trent. And hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, so you're involved with uh, Rainbow Serpent, Earth Frequency, as, lo- as well as many other of our favourite doofs. Um, can you explain, I guess, first of all, just introduce yourself in a little bit about what it is that you do for our, our awesome festival scene, I suppose. <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a marketing consultant, a, a subcontractor, and uh, yes, Rainbow Serpent's been uh, a real, probably my longest standing client. I've been, I've been with them for, I think, 13 years. Awesome. Uh, and yeah, I've, I've, I've had a hand in, in various roles, I suppose, in many, many parties around the country, many, many of which... Yeah, stopped quite some time ago, and uh, yeah, also provide my services to a few different labels and, and musicians as well. Yeah, awesome. Um, do you want to quickly tell us a little bit about Half Wild? Okay, so Half Wild is an ambitious project. Uh, with uh, it's a startup we've been working on for over three years now, um, and it's, it, it's a website, and it was devised out of a philosophy that as a community that we that we should all be supporting each other that's mm-hmm. financially and, and emotionally however you, however you want to look at it and we're trying to create a, a, a financial system I suppose online where uh, not only musicians but you know vendors people who sell clothes at festivals and you know everyone who is reliant on seasonal work actually has a place to to get income coming generated right throughout the year and Fantastic. and you know where doofers can support all their favourite labels, musicians, 
vendors, everyone. Um, and it's a great hub as well for good advice. I know, um, I guess as a musician, you've had some great little tutorials or new hardware that's been coming out or if a, if a big name DJ releases a live stream or has a new set, um, it's, just, it's kind of like a, it really is a, a hub and, and basically the, 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 the new site, I suppose, for our Victorian and what's becoming, I guess, more of an international site even really with um, some of the stories you've had, including for the recent pandemic, I guess, pandemic party over in Panama. Yeah, absolutely. So we, a, the big part of the site really is uh, it's, it's a media site. So we're collating articles from all around the world every single day that are, are of interest to people in our scene, as, as well as providing some uh, some original articles and, and our philosophy sort mm-hmm. of behind the original articles is that they're very different to what you'd read in other industry media. Um, it's more you know, real, I feel. <laughs> Yeah, look, if we're, if we're interviewing a, an artist, we're not going to ask the bog standard, what are you working on now? What equipment have you got in your studio sort of thing? Yeah. Uh, I much prefer to uh, make them embarrass themselves, basically. <laughs> yeah. The Jossie Telch interview is a, a fantastic example of that, where he, he goes into everything from the, the most naughty things he did as a child right through to his most embarrassing moments in high school. And I suppose the philosophy behind that is, is trying to establish that human connection between the artists and, and the people that listen to their music. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> even like book recommendations for electronic music, um, you know, artist profiles, but uh, some of the, even the latest things, is you have talked a little bit about DJs that have been unemployed, I guess, by the coronavirus, and that's why we've come to you, because I think you are probably in touch with more DJs than just about anyone I know, which is saying something. Uh, and you have <laughs> spoken to quite a few people in the industry about how it's affected them. Um, can you, I guess, relay some of the feedback that you've got and also, I suppose, how it's affecting yourself? Oh, look, I think it, it probably almost goes without saying that it's it's been devastating right across the scene. Uh, financially, people are really, really hurting and struggling. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it matters what role you play, and it's not just the musicians, you know. There's a lot of festival workers, there's other people who provide services to events, there's suppliers, there's, you know, there, there's so many knock-on effects to to associated businesses and and everyone's really struggling financially and Mm. i think a little bit disappointed in the well the initial lack of response by the government or from the government about you know they they pretty much just killed a 32 billion dollar industry with a five minute statement and then offered no relief yeah although that that situation obviously is changing as well well we even were affected um late last year when they cut a lot of the arts department weren't we oh absolutely it's um you know at the risk of getting too political the the art sector and entertainment sector hasn't fared too well under right-wing governments in in successive terms in australia Mm. uh there's been cuts everywhere and then of course as well coming off the back of a horrific bushfire season that had a huge impact on on many events as well it's it's just not been a great six months for the Australian yeah. festival industry. Well, with with something like Rainbow Serpent and the bushfires there, um, I'm not sure if you're allowed to comment or not, but with, mm-hmm. I guess, from my perspective, seeing that, that kind of 
the fire went through a few weeks before and would be no different to, I guess, burning off. So what, what was the thought process behind Rainbow actually getting cancelled there? Was it, was it the fear of the fires or was there something deeper to it? Oh, it, it just wasn't feasible. It, it did not become a safe site. There were sections of the campground, campgrounds that were burnt, okay. large sections, yep. uh, that nobody's going to be comfortable on that. And I suppose, uh, yeah, look, there's so many different factors. Did we really want to put extra pressure on emergency services at yeah. a, by having to be there at a time when the fires were the priorities in the, world. the country? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we really wanted to let the land rest and regenerate. Yep. But look, we try. It was not to Rainbow's benefit yeah. to defer, put it that way. And um, if if we thought it was in the best interest of the land yep. and public safety, absolutely, we would have gone ahead. But yes. at the end of the day, that that just wasn't the case. And so many artists and everyone would have already been. Sorry? Oh, sorry to cut you off, but so many artists and everyone would have already sort of been paid or had travel arranged and that sort of thing, wouldn't they? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with, uh, have you had any feedback from, I guess, Beaufort or the Lexton communities about how Rainbow not going ahead has affected that then? Oh, definitely. There's, um, yeah, it's had a huge impact on, on various local events. The Beaufort pools, probably the the big one that springs to mind, they make a significant profit from the pool party that's traditionally held on the Saturday. Yep. Uh, and, you know, it would have been difficult for them even if the Easter event went ahead mm -hmm. because, of course, you you know, we wouldn't be expecting the kind of weather that we traditionally have at Rainbow. And, yeah. um, you know, there's arts grants, the community grants that are mm -hmm. going to miss out this year. Yeah. Uh, there's, yeah, there's... A, it has a huge impact. I haven't personally spoken to the businesses in town, but I don't need to to know that you know a lot of them will struggle not having that that influx of, of so many people over that couple of weeks in January. Yeah. Well, if it's one thing we can thank Rainbow for, um, and compared to the government, I suppose, is the refunds for those who had tickets did come through in the last forty eight hours. So um, thanks to Rainbow, they they actually can help uh, put put some of our money back into our rent. I suppose for the next couple of weeks. So. Good on them for actually being able to process that a lot quicker than a lot of other places have been able to um, with council events. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And look, we'll be back. We'll be back stronger than ever. We'll be back with a renewed focus and, you know, a fresh outlook. Um, yeah. And we can't wait. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> <laughs> it, it'll be a rainbow to remember. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, most definitely. Well, they're all, they're all rainbows to remember. Well, yeah, that's true. Um, is there a way that people can help Rainbow or any of the other festivals that you're involved with in at the moment in supporting supporting them through this tough time? Um, not particularly at the moment. We have um, Half Wild Doves have a bit of a plan, bit of a plan where we can support the community, and uh, we'll be launching that soon. Mm -hmm. uh, so we will. We've been building this amazing digital platform for three years. We've invested a lot of money to build what is essentially a digital festival. Yeah. So we're shifting up our timeline on, on releasing some of the technology stack that, uh, look, anyone anywhere in the world essentially trying to run streaming festivals and whatnot now, they're years behind mm -hmm. 
the, the platform that we have, they'd have to spend a lot of money and, and a lot of time to uh, get the service that we've got ready to go. So we're in the process now of organising that and switching on a few bits of technology that we've been <laughs> holding back on a bit. And, yep. yeah, we're, we're organising and the potential for that is, yeah, it's various festivals will be able to run online in an amazing experience. So that's a little bit exciting. Well, if there's any way that uh, myself or our DoofTube team can help with that and spreading the good word or, or with any of the back-end stuff, just let me know. I'm, I'm only one call away, as you know now. <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Um, and uh, I guess uh, what other alternatives do you think people should go to? I guess, I mean, there's a lot of live streams to support the local artists, but it's not just music. I guess there is, you know, there is the painters or um, there's the stage builders, a lot of those sort of people. Um, what, what are some other methods, I suppose, that, that you've been doing to help to help them or that, that our listeners can, can do to support people that aren't necessarily musicians? Oh, look, I'm, I'm not sure... What can be done about stage builders? Yeah, yeah, people like that. You know, they're, they're generally trades, amazing mm-hmm. trades with a passion for yeah. our scene. I suppose if you if you've got any jobs that you need tradies to, to do, and you know someone who usually works festival does that sort of stuff, yeah, go for them first. Uh, buy the clothes. You know, a lot of the market vendors that have online stores, yeah. look them up, help them out. They're small businesses. And a lot of them are linked um, on the Facebooks of those festivals like Rainbow and, and whenever there's an event on, I guess, where there's going to be markets, most of the events in the, do have in the description the people that are going to be there or, or that they're involved with. Absolutely, absolutely. But look, you know, we, we also know that it's, it's not just people in the music industry who are suffering at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not a unique... Yeah, and this is where those values that we learn at our favourite festivals really, it's very important that we continue to keep them in mind and, and not go back to the selfish ways that we can sometimes get stuck into when we're in back in the city. Absolutely, you know, for since this scene began, we've all paid lip service to saying that we're a community, we're a tribe, we mm-hmm. are all one, mm-hmm. and that's awesome, but now's the time to show it. Yeah. I, I really think that, you know, it's together as a community that we all get through this, and that's our Doof community, it's the wider community, it's the people in the street, you know, show a little kindness, don't be selfish in this time, let's uh, prove what we're all about through actions and not just words, and we're all going to come out of this just fine. Absolutely, and that's the spirit, and positivity brings positivity, and without darkness, there cannot be light, and this is where our light will shine through, we hope. I mean, no, we know it will, because of the things 100%. that we learn from one another, and, and we will bond together, and I think whilst some segments of society might go in a less than fun direction, that'll also make us realise how lucky we are to be around those that are positive and, and helping one another. 100%, and... When we get through this, you know what? We'll appreciate the small things again. We'll appreciate full, full shelves of toilet paper. And <laughs> uh, maybe people might realise they don't need to use as much as they do. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and look, maybe, just maybe, we'll start appreciating each other a bit more as well. Definitely. Now, before we wrap it up, the lead story on Half Wild at the moment is about one of the parties in Panama 
without giving too much away, because obviously we want people to go to the site and read it in full, do you want to just quickly tell the story about, I guess, one of the DJs who um, won't be named, but got creative on trying to get out of there because they basically locked in a festival. Is that right? Uh, that's right. I do believe the situation is, is mostly resolved now, though. Okay, so, yeah. Because uh, it was about a week the... ago, I think, when that article was posted. Yeah, so it's uh, a party called Tribal Gathering in Panama. It's a two-week event that looks absolutely amazing, actually. A really, really strong focus on Indigenous cultures. Um, and I think the the government apparently got a bit paranoid that all of these international folk had flown in for a party and that maybe they brought the, the COVID with them. <laughs> and, um, yeah. They sent the army in and sort of locked, locked everyone in uh, and wasn't let, letting them out and reports are there wasn't a lot of food or water provided mm-hmm. for them or anything like that. Yeah. And, um, yes, yeah, so there, there is an unnamed international DJ <laughs> producer yeah. who I, I'm not sure exactly what he did, but he fiddled with his passport in some way and rubbed a little bit of it off and, and used that as proof that, you know, he didn't he need okay. to be locked in. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. um, you know, he, he also tells of, you know, various hippies running through, escaping through the jungle. And, um, <laughs> uh, when, when this DJ made his post, he was on what he termed as a, a local chicken bus. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, trying to avoid checkpoints that had allegedly been set up looking okay. for foreigners on the way to the airport. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, my understanding is that most of the patrons were eventually let off site another, maybe another week after that particular incident. Okay. Oh, actually, it's probably only been about a week. Yeah. In the last few days, most of the patrons have been let off site. They've received consular assistance from their home countries. Uh, a lot of them were able to make the last flights out of the country and get out, but I do believe some people are, are left in Panama for the duration, uh, whereas there's also a lot of crew from the event left on site and yep. that they'll be they'll be staying there for the duration of this crisis. Yeah, wow. It's, a, it's an amazing story, though. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, people can read it in full on halfwild.com.au. And I think um, hippies running through the jungle, maybe they were just in the bush trying to find themselves like some of the ones that we see floating around. <laughs> um, now, put your party girl hat on right before you go. Tell us, I mean, obviously Rainbow's one that's dearest to your heart, but what's one of your other favourite festivals? And also... Give us one of your favourite tracks or artists we should be watching or listening out for at the moment. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, my favourite festivals, well, obviously Rainbow. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh, then the Earth Freak as well. Look, I think they're, they're almost polar opposites. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Earth Freak's got that, you know, it's got an amazing community vibe. It's like, it's, it's the old school party. You know, and it's, it's, it's grown to a beautiful size and it's not going to grow much further. And, look, there's just love in everything and everyone and it, it, you can feel it all around the site. Even if you can't find music to your taste, there's always something going on or, you know, great conversations. Just great people everywhere. Fantastic. In terms of artists, wow. <laughs> look, that's a really tough one. Um, look, I'll, 
Well, actually, probably what, what? label is the way to go for me. Okay. I, I love my stuff coming out on a Bogatech at the moment. Jossie Telch is just wow, yeah. amazing. Martin Vice as well. I'm, I'm oh, the new album, the MVMB one, is unbelievable. Yeah, MVMB. Um, they've like, actually um, got a track. Martin Vice has got a track coming out with Emus. Um, Emus posted up today, actually, that they've been working on. So that should be coming out soon. Which I mean, I'm pumped for that one. I'll tell you that. Yeah, totally. I, I heard a little bit of a snippet of a preview last week of oh, this one, and uh, yeah, that's really exciting. And of mm-hmm. course, Amos, Amos is amazing as well. From the Australians, I, I really love what Doppel's doing at the moment. Mm-hmm. Absolute legendary. And to go to another end of this spectrum, you know, for a live act, uh, Grouching Dull. Grouch always gets really, the job done, eh? really love getting up to their sets as well. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, there's a nice list for people to go and dive through the SoundClouds and the Beatports and the Spotify's of. We mm-hmm. appreciate your time. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to add before we uh, move on to our next guest? No, just everyone, stay safe out there, stay healthy, look out for each other. We'll get through this together. Cool. And you expect Rainbow to be back. Uh, would you expect it to be back next year on Australia Day weekend? Uh, we, we don't have... We haven't decided on dates yet. We're just trying okay. to get through this disaster first. Sure. No worries. Well, <laughs> yeah, we'll be back. We'll be back 100%, and uh, we can't wait to well, try there. From the first Man, time I went I'm to Rainbow, exactly. From the first time I went to Rainbow in 2014, I uh, I vouched I'd never miss one of these again. And uh, I think Australia Day the next year, I had my new Matthew Dalliver Dover Australia Aussie Boomers jersey because he's from Maryborough, which is less than 45 minutes from Rainbow Country, and as my tradition, every every Australia day to wear that jersey at Rainbow. So let's try and keep that one alive because this year wasn't quite the same. <laughs> we'll keep it alive. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. We appreciate your time. And everyone check out halfwild.com.au. Thanks, Trent. Bye. Please excuse this break in transmission. Ah, and just before we get to our final guest of this episode, this will be split into a two-parter. So keep an ear out uh, or an eye out on your favorite listening service, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or I guess wherever you're listening to this one uh, for part two, which will be out in the coming days with our other couple of guests. But before we get to that, we've got two more uh, awesome local promoters and event organizers that are going to have a chat with us. But whilst you are, I guess, hanging out and just trying to find stuff to entertain yourself during these interesting times. Check us out on DoofTube. Go on your smart TV. Go to the YouTube page. Search DoofTube and you'll find all of our fun interviews from the last 18 months. If we don't entertain, we might even educate. Sometimes a little bit of both. Um, and worst case, you can just laugh at me and pick on my jackets. So check out DoofTube. Go to DoofTube.com. Check out the TV podcast. And hey, keep supporting the local scene. Give the people what they want. Obrigado. Cool. Okay, and we have got Jai Mills on the line. So Jaiden is uh, a local DJ. Uh, DJ's under Jaiden, J-Y-D-N. Also the man behind one of our favourite melodic techno labels in the world, Recovery Collective. Uh, Rhythm Abroad is your travel business as well, which we'll get into soon. Uh, and Jaiden Creative is your art side. Is, is there anything else you do, mate? Have I got everything? Jack of all trades. Uh, yeah, I think that's, that's pretty much it. It's okay to be here for now. I've got another few little side projects to keep me busy while we're all in lockdown, but um, that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so would you like to, I guess, tell us a little bit how 
um, how you have been affected, first of all, perhaps locally with your events and, and gigs? Yeah, obviously, obviously with the closure of a lot of the, the venues and uh, all the events and stuff having to be either cancelled or postponed, that's kind of put a lot of the gigs out of out of the air. Um, personally, through with Republic Collective, we had uh, um, uh, had to cancel our show uh, with Ben Carter and Nanoplex mm-hmm. at um, at Island. Yep. That was supposed to be was that supposed this to be, weekend? Yeah, this weekend. That's what I thought. Yeah. Which is a shame. Um, ben Ben Cotto, uh, our first international guest here on the podcast, actually. So um, he's just had a new release come out with uh, Quarantine with Meet Katie um, yeah, and, and a couple of other tracks as well, which I should know off the top of my head, but I'll link to people in the in the uh, description. But that was going to be a ripping night. Hopefully we'll, uh, we'll be able to get them back over um, towards the end of the year once everything blows over. Yep. Um, and we also had, um, what else do we have? We have another way, uh, BYO warehouse in the city raised. It was going to be, uh, it was a pretty cool sort of concept that we were gonna, pretty excited to put into action. We're actually going to have uh, BYO alcohol, alcohol um, warehouse party in the city that was oh, all legal awesome. until 5 a.m., which would have been great. Yeah. Um, I'm actually just about to put the announcement out for that now, um, but we'll, we will be postponing that till later in the year. Um, uh, we just got to figure out a date that works with the touring schedule of when that's going to be postponed as well. As well, we haven't been able to put out too much with that yet. Um, and yeah, we were going to do another big, um, another big showdown on the peninsula, um, following up our habitat event from last year, um, which did really, really well. We're going to back that up, but that was kind of all fallen, fallen out from under Memphis for now. But that's fine. I guess we just got a bit more time to, to focus on focus on uh, yeah. what we can be doing next now. So. So what, what alternatives have you made? I guess obviously can't really do any events, but working hard on the tunes and, and releases coming out or, or what? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, um, it kind of gives us a bit of a chance to take a bit of a step back and like, you know, re- reevaluate our business model and, uh, you know, figure out what sort of areas we can be expanding in. If so, um, do we have positions to be bringing more people on terms of, on terms of staff? Um, we've got plenty of people that are, you know, that are jumping out wanting to wanting to get involved with the label in all different areas. Um, but we'll uh, definitely be um, be working on that pretty hard over the next couple of months while we've got a bit of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like we'll still be going out with full force um, with all of our releases. Um, we've got we have just sent one out to promo yesterday. Um, uh, Morin is a uh, up and coming German producer. Yeah, awesome. I actually got actually got introduced by a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. uh, Lauren Mayer. Um, she put a, put us in contact and said, "Hey, I'm, you know, really, I've been speaking with this guy, and I really think that uh, his music really fits your label. Do you mind if I put in touch?" I said, "Yes, yeah, no worries." Um, and uh, she put us in contact and sent over tunes. She sent over four or five tracks, and they were fucking amazing. Cool. Um, how do you, how do you and, spell uh, his name? Pardon? How do you spell his name? M A U R I N. Oh, cool. Morin. Morin. Um, and uh, yeah, so that'll be coming out um, the second week of April. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll have all our, our samples and shit up in the next week. Um, and after that, we've got uh, Boy with Boat, which is a, a young, a young up and coming producer from Brisbane as well, with a 
a Remington Benny um, used. It's awesome. Um, she's smashed that as well. It's a Soya 4 track EP um, with the remix as well. So that's pretty great. Um, and yeah, we're kind of fast, fast approaching towards our uh, 100th release too. So that we're up to 91 now. Um, so thinking by, by, by about the end of the year, um, hopefully all this coronavirus shit's passed as well so we can have a 100th release party and kind of a bit of a welcome back. Um, should be great. Sounds exciting. Yeah, very fun. Yeah. Um, so uh, th- those Ben Coda tracks, sorry, was Northern Line and Lost and Found. They've just been released on a Bogatech about a month ago, um, the ones I was thinking of. Uh, but you guys on Recovery Collective uh, recently had Connor Mack with the White Shadow EP. Fabrications Colors album has been absolutely killing it. Yeah, um, that's, still, that, that's actually, that's actually uh, – I was actually with Denny. Uh, the other day, and we're actually looking up to all of our stats. It's actually probably the one of the highest selling, and um, I'm, uh, I've got the best results from from that campaign and that and that album that we did release it here. Um, we uh, put a lot of love and effort and time into the uh, the promo campaign to ensure that we could get the best possible possible results for fabrication or Billy. Yeah, is there anything um, you did differently this time than, than other other ones that made it work so well? You think or? Uh, yeah, just reaching out um, to just more more PR. The hustle, um, really, isn't it? Just, really, just um, you can you never really you know you never really know. Yeah, I, I suppose. Um, Never really know if you've got the right formula. You know, you can always be grouping, changing things up, experimenting, trying new things, um, and especially with the power front, contacting different blogs, different, you know, uh, going with different mail uh, people that are doing uh, promo mail outs and stuff like that too. Um, so we just kind of, yeah, really, really uh, did quite quite well with that. And um, we actually had Hosh play uh, two of his tracks, actually, mm. in... Uh, his circle um, video, yep. which got like two million plays over night or something like that. And then afterwards, he he gave a, a big big shout out to him and announced that he'd be the next have a, a release on his label Fryhard following that, which is pretty pretty amazing to see that we're able to help contribute to that. Yeah, that was the one from the uh, the Jay Villa Palace in India. Is that the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was, uh, yeah. That's a sick video. Yeah, come out, start him up, um, yep. and. Um, yeah, we've had, had, some, had some belters this year. Yeah, it's a bit, things have definitely been going well. Um, would you like to, I guess, quickly touch on Rhythm Abroad? Uh, obviously, things have been put on hiatus with everything that's going on in the world, but quickly touch on, I guess, what you did last year, um, what the plans were for this year, and how it's changed going forward. So that's uh, essentially a travel uh, events company you do with Jack and Brenton Chan? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so pretty much, um, yeah, last year we... Uh, Go to the sickest parties. Five-month trek across Europe. We flew over, bought a bus, um, and kind of just did a bit of a tour. We ran parties in Berlin, um, Amsterdam, um, Portugal. We did little rooftop parties in Morocco. Uh, ran like a uh, rave on the top of the um, World War Two bunkers in Barcelona. Filmed <laughs> sets of Laura yeah. King in an abandoned power plant. Yeah. Shannon Lee, like in an abandoned town. Um, in a penthouse apartment yep. across, uh, above the whole city of Amsterdam. Can we watch these online? Um, no, not yet. 
Okay, but there's a highlight video on the Rhythm Abroad Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, there's a highlight video which has got little clips, bits and pieces, a bit of a teaser. Yep. We're going to be getting about four or five terabytes worth of uncut footage, which we will be using and editing together to put together a uh, full feature-length sort of documentary series. Um, and we'll, we will continue to keep filming and, and can contribute to that. Um, We've still got that sick video uh, that was filmed with Kaiser Suze down in Port Melbourne as well, a little special one to, to come out soon too. Yes. Yeah, so you've been definitely doing some uh, um, exciting projects. Yeah, and uh, so that was all really exciting last year, and you know we kind of built everything up to a really, really nice, uh, really nice stage before we were going to leave this year. We worked really, really hard uh, in the office over the last four or five months to create new packages and um, a new direction, um, and we were supposed to be leaving Australia in a month to move over to Portugal. Um, and expand and kind of set up a bit of a base there. Um, everything is falling together and falling into place so nicely. Unfortunately, yeah, all this, this all this bullshit's come along and kind of put everything on a, on a bit of a hold for now. But luckily, everything we kind of worked towards, we can kind of resume coming into maybe next year, next season, which is fine. We just got to focus on what we can be doing. Um, with the business in the meantime between now and then so it's kind of opened up doors for us to uh, create opportunities for people to still travel and stuff but we're just aiming more towards the end of the year and start of next year. Well the silver um, lining is I suppose while those still with jobs can be saving extra hard to have an even bigger and better trip next year and um, I guess guess forward plan rather than just try and rush, rush a, a fun Europe yeah, journey together they absolutely. can actually plan ahead think about where they want to go again, which again, events um, and again, like, it gives us Again, it gives us the um, opportunity to take a bit of a step back and uh, really just like put a lot more time and effort into it. Not that we didn't already, but we can actually just spend extra, extra time. Yep. Um, really just refining and um, reevaluating and just kind of just really moving forward yep. and uh, making sure we've got all our eyes and cross our T's really. So. Yep. So before anyone plans their trip next year, go and check out rhythmabroad.com.au and you'll see what they're all about because if, uh, if you want to go to some of the best even unknown parties, um, and also some of the best festivals across Europe. These are the guys to do it with. And, uh, yeah, don't go just planning your trip with a normal travel agent. Talk to these guys first because they'll give you the, the good discount. You'll be with a good group. Um, you got, you know, the buses, to, to the road to Boom, road to Oasis, all these different festivals that are just – you're going with guys that are in the know as well. Like you guys know where the good parties are. You know which artists to see. Um, rather than just to kind of trying to fly by the feet of your pants, hey. And we're throwing our own parties too. We run, we, we, we've got like our full setup with generator and deck speakers and everything. So we've been doing our own little renegade rave stuff all across the road too. So it keeps it a little bit interesting as well. Yeah, awesome. Um, well, just before we go, um, unless there's anything else you want to add, I guess what are the things people can do to help yourself or the, the local labels or local artists? Um, I know you've been doing probably a little bit more graphic design work. Yeah. Oh, like, unfortunately, kind of, like, even because I work predominantly in the private festival sort of space, um, unfortunately, a lot of that work has dropped off as now as well. Luckily, I've been able to pick up a little bit more corporate work. Um, Still doing graphic design, but just working, you know, doing brochures and, like, you know, presentation documents and stuff like that, which is still cool. Luckily, I've been able to fall back on something like that. But, um, yeah, just pretty much, like, uh, I suppose, moving forward, we've just got to keep our heads up and, and keep focused and kind of the people that don't that aren't able to work and can kind of stay at home 
Um, use your time to be constructive and creative and kind of, you know, put the, you know, get a bit of time and energy to, you know, maybe give life to that project that you, you know, you might not have been able to have the time for in the past or, you know. I think some great um, music's going to come out over the next few months, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And just like, you know, use your time to really knuckle down and, you know, because, you know, everything got shut down pretty quickly and, you know, all the gear got lost, but we'll, we'll be able to better pick them back up coming out on the other end and you'd rather kind of be prepared and in front of the ball. Yep. Um, I was listening to a Bill Simmons podcast yesterday and they were saying that if you're someone who's always wanted to write a play or a TV show or a book or something like that, now's the time to do it because if you don't do it now, you're probably never going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. So now's a great time to, I guess, channel a lot of that creativity. Um, yeah, absolutely. What are your actually, on, on, on that topic too, I'm actually um, – actually, just moved back into my family home. Um, my dad's actually been working in the industry for like 20, 30 years um, as I was an entertainment agent and he's uh, actually on the on the forefront of all that sort of thing too, kind of trying to offer advice for any, anyone who's involved in the music industry, whether it be yeah. like, like bands or you know musicians or venue owners or label owners or DJs and like that too. He's kind of a... Because your family has a... Your family has a venue in morning today. a bit of a discussion. Sorry, so, so. Oh, sorry, sorry to cut you off. So, because you, your, your family, they, they've got a venue in Mornington, is that right? Yeah, well, I actually had to go down to uh, my mum's brewery in Sorrento to help her pack up the yep. close-up shop yesterday. What's it called? Um, uh, Sorrento Brewery House, it's called. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's a nice, nice little spot down there in Sorrento. There's a massive, massive deck, um, big umbrella, sort of outdoor sort of space. She and these kind of just got that, you know, is by, the t- by the time... Kind of summer was saying goodbye. It's kind of got it to a pretty, pretty, pretty nice level, and started doing a lot more music and mm-hmm. um, bands and stuff like that too. And I was just pretty happy with it. And then yeah, again, it's kind of been taken out from underneath us. But you know, she's still very positive and still very, uh, very witty about it. And she's um, keen for when we can reopen that too as well. So. Cool. So when the when the suns come back out and when we're allowed out of our houses, the Sorrento Brew House is the place to be. And uh, yeah. and Mr. Mills is the man to talk to for any advice. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, just start up a page too. Live music lockdown. Um, yep. Have to check it out. I actually had a bit of a chat. Had a bit of a brainstorm sort of uh, filmed a filmed a chat. Dad's got lots of gadgets he's bought over the last couple of months, so he's uh, trying to put them all in the place now. So he's got little gimbals and microphones and all this kind of sort of funny stuff. So we're uh, locked up in the shed doing not much else, playing <laughs> around and brain, brainstorming. So. Sounds good, mate. Well, I think that's what a lot of people should be doing. So that's good advice. Um, anything else you want to co- you, you want to comment on the current climate, or are you happy to leave it at that? Yeah, uh, no, I think that's pretty it, man. I think I've covered, covered a lot of. You know, All right, so check out rhythmabroad.com.au Recovery Collective. The SoundCloud also features your set with Amuse, uh, your label head Benny Mac there when you guys played at SO. And, yeah, that's good fun. And, uh, yeah, if you need any artwork done, check out Jordan Creative. Great for, uh, I guess, uh, even like local album covers or when, when events do start up again, doing a lot of their posters and, and promo work. So thanks a lot to John Mills for coming on the TV thanks, podcast. Thanks. Yeah, it's a buzz. No worries. All the best, mate. Cheers, mate. And now we would like to welcome our next guest on tonight's special episode of the TV podcast, the man behind Capture Events. Mr. Dylan Haybar, welcome to the TV podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. So you DJ under your surname, Haybar, H-A-B-E-R, 
We yep, recently Jordan, saw Jordan. you and the Capture crew smashing it at Revs about a week and a half ago on oh, what man. was probably could be the last night that Revs is open for a while. Oh, yeah, we were... Very, very lucky to get that gig in, and honestly, it was it was an absolute honour to be able to just have one last dance for a while. There, we were, yeah, like super grateful for like the response we got from the night and the takeover. But yeah, very lucky, and yeah, it was a hell of a party. That was fucking unreal. <laughs> it was, it was a lot of fun. We had Heath Dominicus on board as well as Steph Weiser, uh, Jaden Briggs, Faded Turks, and Lotep, and yourself. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. And like all, each DJ smashed it. And like the crowd, like the energy throughout the room was just awesome, man. Yeah. Like there's so so much fun and just positivity all around. And like it was just, it's just what it's all about, you know? Definitely. And Ben UFO was on later that night. But do you want to tell us just a little bit more about, I guess, Capture first of all, and then we'll talk a bit more about how things are affecting um, you guys? Yeah, sounds good. So Capture, Capture started off um, around April last year. So we're coming up to the first birthday. And so I had the opportunity to run a night at the local venue for myself in Sunbury. So I live around the Macedon Ranges. Mm -hmm. And I took that opportunity because, like, our area at that time was really getting into, like, the doofing scene. And I was noticing, like, how much, like, the appreciation for techno was growing immensely. And so, you know, I took the opportunity and, like, we've never had anything like that down in Sunbury. And, you know, like, took took the risk that, you know, I might not do well, but I didn't really think about it like that at all. I'm like, you know, I wanted to showcase yeah. the people of our area, what they love and what is like, what can be hard to see for people that like, like, you know, it might be a, too much of an effort to go to the city. So, you know, bring them all down, bring them all down here. You got hands down, Lee boy, Laura Connor, King, think, and right, yeah. Joey. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, it was a massive success, like really great positive response from the crowd. And so that was like a big G up. We did a second follow-up in August after that. And that was like a yeah, great follow-up of the event. And then um, we took some time to like plan out what we were going to do with the third event where it seems right that we we're going to bring it close closer to the city to allow having more of our friends from yeah around the city and bringing in different crews to create Ooh. a bigger and more yeah joy, like joyful environment you know and um yeah that was the summer rave event which was at deluxe bar in Mooney ponds and that was awesome as well and so yeah then the next event after that was like oh so yeah actually i had one of the booking agents at that event uh, wiser for revolver and she hit me up um, about doing a takeover at Revs. And then, yeah, that was last Sunday, and that was fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> like, so, yeah, that's sort of that's a quick summary of the journey of Capture. And, yeah, it's my baby. I have a lot of pride in joining it. We've got a solid crew. Like, a lot of my best mates are involved, and they help out so much. I'm super grateful for all them. And, like, yeah, like, just up, onwards and upwards, you know? Like, so, yeah, exciting times. Well, <laughs> fantastic, mate. And it's great to see, I guess, someone with such energy and enthusiasm, uh, I guess – You've had the dream, you've got an idea, and you just took a chance, and now it's starting to pay off. And um, I know the energy at Revs was awesome, and, and I was lucky enough to come to that first event you invited me along to. And it's good to see, I guess, how you've grown and um, that you're supporting, I guess, a style of music that I'm really into as well, which is that absolutely pump and techers that we don't always get around this area, not for a you know, good six or seven hours worth anyway. So um, thanks for bringing that, I guess, energy. 
Uh, more to the my, public. My pleasure, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for the kind words to Trent. Your support always means a lot, man. No worries, mate. Um, it's easy done, uh, especially when it's people doing good things. So, however, we are being affected by some weird things in the world at the moment. How is it affecting, I guess, the events that you had planned and, and how can we help? Yeah, so I so um, we actually had the capture first birthday, so that was going to be locked in on May 9th. We were going to be um, advertising that yeah, early April, and so when when we first heard about like all the news about what was happening, like we were still thinking, oh, maybe we could give like you know an event with uh, like 500 people or 100 people. But then I sort of took a step back, and after discussing it with a few people and even seeing some posts on Facebook, like we sort of decided like early last week that it will be just best to postpone it and obviously now like there's all the new rules in so it's just impossible for anyone to really run events and like for many many uh, good reasons and so yeah like it was quite upsetting we had a big we had like a like a big lineup for it and like we we're bringing in some like new crew as well along with like um having the same crew involved too so yeah like look we're looking at it as a positive it's giving us more time to uh, you know, strategize and um, bring in and I'd like really think on to make this first birthday when, when we're allowed to have it like like bigger and better, you know. Yeah. So we're not letting it getting us get us too down. Like we got we're still we still film the promo video and stuff for it. So it's pretty much just waiting until we have certainty of what's going to be going on and when we're gonna be allowed to run events again and just sure. going going ahead from there. And like honestly like the support with that we added the Revs event, like that was Honestly, like, it was a really, like, wholesome, like, farewell for now type event, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, it didn't yeah. – like, I was really lucky to have run that event there just be literally the day before everything, like, um, turned out how yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so, that's – so, with Capture, that's where it's at at the moment. So, it's really just, like, like we I've, I've got everything organised, got, got it all, like, what we want to do. So, it's just really pretty much just in this time just seeing if we can make it even better than what we've got planned now. So, yep. yeah, so just taking it as it comes, you know. And what, so what have you been doing to fill time over the last week or so? All right, so um, I actually, so I've got under my, with my DJing production, I have my second album coming out. And awesome. I'm, and so with that, there is some news that I would love to share, but I think I'll keep it on the DL just, okay. for, just for a little bit longer. So but, what's the name so of the first I, album? Uh, so this will be my second album. I absolutely released an album when I was just turning 18 a few okay. years ago. And that that was when I was making a lot more electronic. Yeah. Uh, Where can we find electronic. it? Pardon? Where can we find that? Uh, you can actually, you can find that on my Beatport or my Spotify. It's actually, it's quite funny listening to it because it is a major difference in my style. That was when I was a lot more into like the Melbourne minimal style. So sure. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot different, but like, you know, there's nothing wrong with progression and like it shows where I come from. Oh, well, you said Kanye's yeah. first album to his latest one and all the ones in between. It's an evolution as an artist and also an evolution of, I guess, your own personality and interests and drives and that gets reflected through the music and... I guess that's where I probably wish I put out more from an earlier age, um, and, oh. it's, and it's a good reason just to get out whatever you're doing at the time. It might not be perfect, but it, it's a reflection of that time still. Do you know what I mean? 
spot on, spot on, man. And honestly, that's where I look. I look up to artists where you know, I like. I actually love sort of like backlogging on some artists and hearing where they came from because honestly, it's inspiring to know. Like, and like this is like the effect I love to have on people. If there's yeah. anyone that might be in a similar boat as me, that you know, they're making something they might not be happy with. They might be scared of change, and you know, yeah. they might like listen to my SoundCloud or like you know, anyone SoundCloud that sort of has done something similar and like. <laughs> you know, inspire them to be like, oh, you know, I don't have to just keep making this. I can sure. progress in my sound. I yeah. can evolve. And like, there's so many artists, like, you can think of that are, like, a perfect example of that. And, like, I, I personally love that shit. Like, yeah. I reckon it's awesome to be able to hear the journey. And, like, you you really described it, like, really well, too. Yeah, well, Morton Grenier, yeah. if you look him up, um, he's got some tracks from, like, 2012 on YouTube, which is well before, like, Long Story Short and those sort of ones come out. And um, even Boris from the late 2000s. Uh, Perfect Strangers, uh, he's got uh, a different project that was mid-2000s as well, um, which was BLT, um, where, again, you can hear a very different styles, I suppose, or or the uh, the foundation for what's made them an artist now too. And, and it's interesting to see that those developments. And it's a lot rawer, I guess, but it's also part of the process. Definitely, definitely, man. And, you know, and we as artists, that's what we look up to, you know, and it's just like, and like you said, all a part of the journey. And yeah, de- definitely with Boris, I'm, I'm, I'm fair sure if I remember right, he used to make trance. And I think even yep. Stephen Bodson, he was trance as well. And yep. like, you know, it's just, it's all a part of it, man. And it's like getting to you where, you like you know you you'll continue to grow or you will find like your happy place and comfortable place and I'm sure like there'll be a time where you'll even evolve from there. Yeah, but that's it. It's all the evolution of our journeys. Absolutely, um, mate. Well, yeah, awesome. Well, we, oh, yeah, go on, sorry. Oh, that's all right. Well, we appreciate you coming in. Was there anything else you would like to add? Uh, so uh, just to conclude, I will say, so yeah, my album, I received all the masters back this week and awesome. I've currently got the artwork being designed by Jaden at the moment. I love to say what it's going to, what it's going to be released through, but that's, that will be released shortly that news. So <laughs> cool. yeah, just exciting times and yeah, just, you know, just keeping, keeping myself busy in this time in isolation. Fantastic, mate. Well, keep being creative. Um, keep planning awesome parties for the future. Send me through some more yeah. techno if you don't mind. Uh, and I uh, actually even reckon you and I, we might have to do a live stream now that Julian's gone um, back to New Caledonia. Maybe you pop around and we do a bit of a live stream on the Doof Tube and share it through the Capture people and, and show show everyone what what, uh, what our sounds are about, hey? I would absolutely love to, bro. That cool. sounds fantastic to me. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sounds uh, good, mate. Yeah. Well, That's right. Thanks so much for having me, man. Where can we find you on Instagram? Uh, Dylan underscore Haber for Instagram. Yep, and then Beatport SoundCloud, it's just Haber, H-A-B-E-R. Yep, that's it, yep. Fantastic, and Capture is also on the Facebooks. So thank you very much, Dill. All the best. <laughs> Legend, you too, man. Thanks so much. Have a ripple one. Obrigados. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> Huge thank you to all of our guests for appearing on this episode of the Techno Beat podcast. Jai Mills from Recovery Collective, Dil Haybar there from Capture, Kitty Forest from Rainbow Serpent and Half Wild amongst other lots of ventures, halfwild.com.au, check that one out. And also Jared Volpe from Bloom Sparkling. Get down to your local IGA and try out some Bloom and check out bloomsparkling.com.au and follow them on the Instas as well. Appreciate Jarrah coming in for this week's episode. And as I mentioned, watch out for another TV podcast coming very soon to talk more about all the goings on in our world and how we can help one another and continue to be happy in these tough times. One person we missed in this episode is our favorite producer, Julian. 
and what better way to wrap up with a track of the week from our favourite duo, Oscar and Julian, aka Perspective. This is one of their soon-to-be-released tracks, Introspective. Consciousness allows us to think introspectively, which in return enables us to face our fears and the ego that drives us. From Perspective, coming out on Century Glitch, April 15, along with Square Eyes. That is an absolute hummer, which we will preview here on the show in coming weeks. For those that miss our little Kiss FM show, Perspective After Dark, keep an eye out on DoofTube's Facebook page for more live streams with local talent coming very soon for you. Keep enjoying Introspective by Perspective.
There we go, introspective by perspective. Didn't want to give away too much of their new tune there, getting released in about two and a half weeks along with Square Eyes. Thank you very much for tuning into this week's TV podcast. Listen out for more. Check out DoofTube, TrentDoff.com. Obrigados, vemos! P.S. Now's a good time to call those you love, whether it's your mum, your dad, your grandparents, those you can't really be around. But just reach out, give them a call, tell them Trent said hi. Peace, love and rainbows, baby. Woo, woo, woo.